Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about the variety that you get right here on the CEP Network. The CEP Network has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a great tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all their great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in C-E-P-N in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. We here at the CEP Network are always looking for sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are looking to promote and want to shout out during one of the shows, reach out and let us see what we can do. It's that time of year again. The nights are getting cooler and fall is here. Cool weather means posting up in your favorite cozy spot with a cup of your favorite coffee, tea, or whiskey. Cool weather also means bonfires, hoodies, and putting your favorite beer or soda in a koozie. Well, we have you covered in all of those areas. Head over to buyjack.com CEP and get a hold of a mug, koozie, or hoodie and support Raised on the Radio and look great doing it. In this episode, Patrick gives us some run-ins he has had with other bands. We talk about some of the bands that have come through some local venues. We talk about the battle for Point Fest competition and local bands that have played Point Fest. If you'd like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out through email or on the social medias. You can reach us at RaisedOnTheRadioSTL at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Well, hello there. Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of the show. I am Colt Brocato, my good friend Patrick Blair in Zoomland as usual. How's it going this morning? Good. It's good. Yeah? It's good. It's good. Just, just good? That's it? Yeah. What do you got going on? Talking to you, man. That's the the highlight of my day. You got a, you got a, a cough? A little bit. It's not really a cough. It's just a, a tickle. You've been around that Rona. You never know. We did have a friend's giving last night, so who knows what they had. Well, we'll see. I had one of those as well. Did you? Yeah. How'd that go? It's good. It was fun. Did you do that at your house, or did you go somewhere? No, we went to a friend's house. Okay. Yep. Nice. Got a babysitter and everything. Oh, holy cow. Made a whole night of it. See, we included kids in ours. We had a bunch of kids running around the house, and they did like gingerbread houses, and you know, I guess I'm a dad now. That's what that sounds like, right? It's that, nah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Full blown dad, yeah. dad mode. <laughs> okay, though, it's good for you. Is it? I don't know. So far, so good. I guess I don't. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you something to start off the show. Okay. So, I'm I've been pondering on this on how to how to bring this to the show because I guess it was yesterday or the day before last I met, I texted you. And I said, I asked you if you were a fan of a particular band. And your answer to me was absolutely not. Yeah. 
And I basically just said that figures mainly because most of the time when I ask you if you're a fan of someone that I'm a fan of, you're not. <laughs> I'm just used to that now. <laughs> I disagree, but go on. <laughs> so anyways, uh, your reasoning for that was because you said you had a major run-in with yep. the lead singer of this band. Yep. And I've heard like that this seems to be a constant theme on with a lot of bands that we talk about. Sometimes we mention the bands, sometimes we don't. Yeah. So my first question is, are you contractually not able to say anything, even if we don't mention who the band is? Are you not able to say anything? And my other question is, does that always, like having a run-in with, like a bad run-in with a band, at being a musician, playing festivals, uh, you know, just playing shows in general, yeah. do you have any bands that you liked and were a fan of before, but then just got a bad vibe from anyone in that band, and now you aren't a fan of their music? And what I mean by that is, like, Beartooth is your band right now. Like, you're a big fan of Beartooth. But if you met the lead singer and he was a douchebag to you, would you not like Beartooth anymore? Uh, no, I mean, I would still like their songs. It would be tough, but I would probably get over it. Those songs are really good. <laughs> you're a musician, a musician, right? Like, that that kind of trumps maybe a little run-in that you could have. Well, not necessarily. Like, I can't listen to, and I think we've talked about this before, but I can't listen to As Are They Dying, really. Okay. This fucking singer hired a hitman to kill his wife. Like, I, I just... Yeah. And I have met and worked... Pers I have personally met and worked with one of the guys in the band, or was in the band. I don't know if he's in the band anymore. And I really liked him, but it was hard to detach him from that situation. Now, obviously we didn't talk about it when I would work with him. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I would imagine he didn't know that was happening. Yeah. You would like to assume that anyway. Uh, but it's hard for me to listen to that band, even though they guys, I got some fucking songs I like. Um, yeah, but I didn't, and I actually, you know what? I met that lead singer too. And he was a nice guy. So, well, <laughs> Hey, okay, so good question. So, like, I met that guy, and he was a totally nice guy to me. Never would have never would have assumed that he would try to kill his wife or have his wife killed. Not in a million years. And then there are other guys who I had preconceived notions about prior to meeting them <laughs> that they were douchebags and uh, were totally nice guys. You know? Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> The one that you're asking about, or you asked about, yeah, I mean, I can't really get into it. I mean, I just, he was, um, he was inappropriate. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Blatantly inappropriate and unapologetically inappropriate. How about that? Okay. I just don't roll. I don't, I don't, that's not how I roll. Okay. But just, it just, it sucks that you have so many <clears throat> like situations that you can't talk about because I really don't it have would, that. It, many. it would make you just happen to, you just happen to <laughs> name the bands that I've had run into. I, I can name dozens of bands that I've met that were awesome and I had no run in at all. Yeah. You're making it sound like I'm, the I just, I just, well, problem. listen, there is a common denominator so far and I haven't been able to hear the other side of the story. So <laughs> I don't know. Could it be that Patrick Blair is the one to blame? I don't know. I mean, you've been, a, you've been, a, you've been a good dude to me. So, you know, that's kind of how I roll. If I don't care if you're an ass to, 
you know, other people. You've been good to me, so. Oh, well, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> so if I hired a hitman to kill my wife, you'd still be friends with me, is what you're saying? Listen, I am I like your wife, so I, we may have an issue. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Good to know. Uh, no, you just keep naming these people that I've had run-ins with. Yeah. I don't. Who, who was the last one? I don't even remember. What are you talking about? Uh, I don't, it was like a week or two ago we mentioned no. one and you, you literally, that's where the whole like contractually, uh, obligated not to talk about or whatever thing came from. That's where the joke came from, but I can't remember who you it remember was. remember which one it was? No, I don't. I'd have to go back and listen to the episode. Contractually obligated. Let me think about this. Yeah, there was a, there was, that was the joke that we made in there. Was it Buck Cherry? <laughs> Maybe. Because I did have a run-in with that guy. I, I I think, yeah, I think that, well, no, no. So that I think that was a text message one because we were talking back and forth about it. And I asked you, you said I had a, a run-in with a band member that night because we were talking about that show, the Avenged Sevenfold show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you said you didn't want to talk about it. And I said, well, is it with the is it with the one person that I could imagine that it would be and you said absolutely <laughs> so yes of course buck cherry was who i was talking about josh todd from buck cherry yes. yeah. yeah he was an asshole he's a fucking asshole i could see also, i could see that <laughs> also his name is josh todd i don't okay two, two first names is that a thing i've heard several people talk I have about two that first names and i'm an asshole so yeah i i guess I, i've heard that more than once though like in St. Louis, from several people, I've heard people say, like, make that a point to say two first names or three first names or something like that. Is that just a random thing? Or is there something about that? I don't know. Oh. My wife has two first names, or did, does now, but did before we got married. <laughs> she, she's not an asshole. Right. Hmm. So, um, so anyways, with this topic... Is there any that you can think of, like any that you can talk, any run-ins that you've had that you can talk about? I know we, so we mentioned, and I don't, I don't think we're stepping on any toes here because you, like Chiodos was one that we had mentioned before and we had said the band name. We talked about that? Yeah. Uh, well, you, you didn't go into it. You just kind of said it was uh, an interesting situation on their bus. That was, a ba that was basically as far as you went. Yeah. Yeah. But I know we had mentioned the band. So I, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm wondering. I'm just wondering if there's any that you can think of off the top of your head that you can actually talk about. Or would you not want to? Because... Or can you mention any that you, you, you can get by without saying the name of the band? Uh, well, that makes it less fun, right? Well, it does, but I, I mean, we're not really in the business of outing people either. How are we outing them? Well, what do you mean, how are we outing them? You're, yeah, you're, how are we doing you're, that? You're talking about telling a bad story about a specific person in a specific band. Nah, <laughs> it'll be fine. Hold on, I, I gotta find the guy's name, because I don't remember his name. Okay. And then I'll tell you. Okay. So wait, what was the question? Have I had a, have I, Is there any, can, I talk, it, can I say the name of the person? Yeah, is there like any any run-ins? Uh, well, I mean, any run-ins good or like like good stories or bad bad stories are the more fun ones. But 
you know, good stories or bad stories that you've had that you would want to you'd want to I mean, share. I have plenty of good show. ones. I would love to tell the good ones instead of just looking like I'm a fucking prick all the time. Right. Well, I, I mean, well, listen. You, you know, you told the story about uh, what was it, the Sunny from Pod, about how you got roofied and you were in the bathroom. I don't remember telling any. Yeah. You told that okay. story. Uh, you told the story about um, oh, what's his name, Aaron Lewis, where you were getting a tattoo. Oh, I told that story too. You told that story. Yeah. On the podcast? I'm pretty sure. Interesting. Yeah. If there's anything um, that I say that <laughs> we maybe have talked about off the air and not on the air, let me know so I can edit it out. <laughs> I think maybe the Aaron John, Aaron, what's his name? Aaron Lewis one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't feel like, anyway, uh, I'll give you one. I want to talk about some good ones for fuck's sake, but here's mm-hmm. a bad one. Uh, I had to look up the guy's name. Do you know who the band, or do you remember the band Boys Like Girls? Uh, what was the song? I know, I know the band. Um, they were uh, they were a poppy band. Yeah, they were very pop punkish. Yeah, like uh, kind of like Alkal- alkaline trio kind of. No. 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 What Don't was... do that to Al- Don't I disrespect didn't... alkaline trio like that. Um. Fuck. What is their big song? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Here, let me see. If, let me go to YouTube. So anyway. Well, here I, I guarantee I've. I, probably got it on my phone because i'm pretty sure that i have you mean you bought music uh no way how do you want me to answer that honestly no i didn't the great escape yeah i don't even know what that song is but yeah that's the one i just found on youtube anyway so that band that guy martin johnson is his name um yeah, man, he was just an asshole. He was an asshole to me at Warp Tour. I was just standing there with a group of guys, and he's, like, standing behind me. And the people in front of me who were facing me, who I was facing, I could tell that they were, like, looking behind me. And I felt like a presence behind me, and I turned around. And I was, like, one of those, like, Jesus, what are you doing there? Right. He was waiting for me to move out of his way. But he had, like, six feet on both sides of me just to go around me. One of those things. And he just stood there and looked at me, and I go, What's up, man? He goes, you're in my way, right? And I was just like, mm, no, I'm not. We got plenty of room on both sides of me, bro. I'm not moving. And uh, he just kind of shook his head and said something under his breath and kept walking. And one of the guys with me was like, hey, man, the fuck is your problem? I was like, we should probably let that one go. <laughs> However, I probably should have just fought him because they like had like the number one fucking song, like pop, rock radio at the time probably would have made some headlines and that dude that would have been a great idea <clears throat> yeah i was a pussy didn't do anything about it it's one of those moments too and that's like when i talk about a lot of these in the moment i don't say or do shit because i was just trying to fit in meaning like i was in a band we were trying to do things i didn't want to ruffle feathers with anyone so it was really just sort of like I was very hesitant to even talk to people, let alone start shit with people. So now, now that's you, the situation. You said this was on Warp Tour, right? Yeah. Did you travel with Warp Tour or did you just do a St. Louis date? Uh, we did two weeks. Oh, cool. Yeah. Two two weeks, two years in a row. What is what is um, the, what does it take to get on Warp Tour? What do you mean? Like how are you picked to be a band that plays with that tours with Warp Tour? Uh, I mean, there are several different ways. I think it just kind of depends on the level of band you are. Like a band, like an unsigned band, like we were in. Yeah. Uh, we had favors done for us. 
and we had to <laughs> had to help set up shit and break down shit every day. And we also weren't guaranteed a spot. Gotcha. So. Huh. Yeah. Favors more than anything else. Um, was really okay. It. Was that was that warp tour or was that the um the the other tour uproar tour where you had to do that video in the back and you had your glasses on? That was uproar. <clears throat> that was uproar. Okay, I couldn't remember. Yeah. <clears throat> Why? I don't know. I just popped in my head that we had talked about that at one point. That fucking still makes me cringe to this day. <laughs> it wasn't as bad saw, as you think. And I saw that douchebag on TV yesterday. Oh, really? Jose Mangan, the rock guy. Yeah, I saw him on TV. He's doing something. I don't remember what it was, but uh, no, that was uproar. Okay. That's where I That's where I ran into... I'm sorry. That's where I was introduced to Aaron Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> he very, very very quickly made me understand that we weren't going to be friends. So that was that. <laughs> um, he did. He, he I met was some dudes. That, I met some dudes at that festival that were really cool. Um, fuck. What is that band called? It's going to drive me nuts now. Name some butt rock bands, dude. Oh, geez. Um, fuck. What is that band called? Son of a bitch. I mean, do you remember what year that is? Look up. At Alita's way. At Alita's way. Okay. I'm a fan really of cool. Alita's way. Really cool dudes. Um, so yeah, I mean, there have been some. I, some you know, people. you know, what it would impresses me, and I don't know if this would impress you or not. We, I went and seen. Um, this is very butt rockish too, but went down to the. Uh, it's in Poplar Bluff. What Black River Coliseum? I think is what it's called. <clears throat> and it was, so Theory of a Deadline or Theory of a Dead Man headlined. Okay. And then you had Alter Bridge. Uh, um, Blackstone Cherry and Adelita's Way. And what impressed me was, I mean, I don't know how big Adelita's Way really was yet at the time, but to like, I knew of them pretty well because of their that first album they put out had quite a few uh, or had a, a couple of radio played songs. But, anyways, the lead singer was standing outside with a box of CDs out back. Like, like in the or in the front as people were walking out, and I just I, you don't see that from bands handing like, them out. Yeah, like that went away quite a while back. But like to just be handing out CDs and signing them, you know, it, it, it to me at the time because this was maybe I don't know seven years ago, something like that. Just to me at the time, it seemed like that kind of thing had gone away. And for, the, and for the for and, and for the and for the yeah for the face of the band to be doing that still you know doing the the street work was pretty neat. Yeah, that used to be our social media, dude. Yeah, go to shows, stand outside, hand shit out. That was that was before the days of MySpace. Even that's that's what we did. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of missed that. It was very it was a very it was a very genuine way to get to know people. That I met so many people doing it that I'm still friends with today. You know, mm-hmm. that we're doing the same thing. You know, it was kind of like a community of people that was like, you knew everyone, you knew people were going to be at the show. You knew they'd be standing outside. Some people, it was competition. Others, it was just like a fucking hangout, you know. Definitely a hangout for me. We used to get crazy with it, though, man. We used to carry around a boombox playing the song, trying to sell CDs. Like, 
And I know that's not that creative, but you know, we would, it, it, I think it was a little bit annoying. To be honest <laughs> with you. Looking back on it now, but, but I mean, re- I mean, really there, <clears throat> there wasn't anything else to do, right? Like what, what could you do, like really do to be creative and stand out? I mean, it was guerrilla fucking beat the street marketing, dude. That's what you did. Yeah. Um, and a lot of bands and a lot of bands in the city got really fucking popular because of that. Really? Because they had that reputation and because they were, they were just good at it. Um, and then like MySpace came and like, what was another website? Like pure volume was a website, STL punk, STL punk. I, so I just, I looked it up. I don't know why. Um, someone brought up Matt Amalung's name recently and it made me try to find his old band Westcott's music. I, I can't find it online anywhere. It really oh, bums me out. Really? I, I, and I was actually just talking to someone yesterday about this. Like I need to get that music because they were such good songs. But, um, do you know, so, do you know any of the other guys that were in that band? Matt was really the only one that I stayed in touch with. Um, I know those guys. So if I like saw them, I could say hello, but I haven't seen I didn't even see any of them at Matt's tribute or, you know, tribute show or whatever. Oh, the guys that played um, weren't original members? No, they were. Oh, okay. They were. I just didn't see them at that show. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Um, but, uh, and in fact, I probably have at least two of their numbers, if they're still the same phone numbers. I could probably just text one of them and be like, hey. Um, but anyway, um, when I was looking that up, I stumbled across this article about STL Punk. And I just, it made me just reminisce of those days where you they had like if you were the number one band on stl punk it was a huge deal like if you if you know if you made the top 10 it was a huge deal and i the the article the article had a picture of like the front the front sort of landing page of stl punk and they had a thing called band of the second and in this article the band of the second was my band it just made me laugh (laughs) just made me fucking laugh so we what, never we never made it to number one, dude. Where did do you like? Where did they get those? Was it based off of anything? Was it numbers from anything or popularity? Just it popularity. Just a, it was a popularity contest. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, a lot of the bands that were legitimately considered to be the top five. I mean, they were good bands. They were and they were doing shit. You know. Um. So you know. But a lot of it was like popularity. I mean, they had like, if I'm remembering correctly, they had like a contest, like most popular guy, most popular girl on STL Punk. It was like, how many people go to your, anyway, the guy that always won it, I, why the fuck was his name? I can't remember his name and I can't remember the band he was in. Um, But he always looks cooler than you. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> he made it a point to like, I don't think he ever, you know, I think he just woke up with his hair done, his outfit picked out, like everything was premeditated, but <laughs> it worked for him, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that made me, so yeah, STL Punk, Pure Volume. I remember it was like a huge deal if you were the the featured band on Pure Volume. And a couple of bands got signed because of that. I can't remember the names of the bands that did, but I, if I go back, if I think hard enough, I could. We don't have enough time for that. But I wonder why do we, we don't have things like that. Is is instead of maybe being a website, maybe just being like a social media page or something like that. I wonder why we don't have things like that anymore. What do you mean? Like 
uh, you mean like STL Punk? Is that what you said it's called? Yeah. Like, do they have social media, or is that even a thing anymore? Is STL Punk a thing anymore? Yeah. No, it's not. So what I'm no, saying is, like, but... I wonder, I wonder why we don't have things like that in social media form now, to where you have like Instagram pages or Twitter pages or whatever that show like St. Louis's top ten bands or you know something like that. Well, I mean that's subjective, right? Well, it is, but it was back then too, right? Yeah, <laughs> but before there wasn't social media, you know. Okay. I'm, I'm saying like you you didn't have social media that back then to gauge just exactly how popular a band is. Now the band has a social media page. You can see, oh, they have ten thousand followers. You know, yeah. oh, they have this amount of like. But um, I just started following a page. It's called Three One Four Punk. Okay. Actually, did they follow me first? Or did I I don't know. Either way. Um, but it's just featuring bands, brands, artists, makers, and more in the punk community of St. Louis. So, I mean, they post some cool stuff. They, like, do show announcements and feature bands and all that good stuff. There are a lot of them out there. I, like, a lot of the stuff that I've had um, Rocky Rocky featured on, it hasn't been St. Louis-based stuff. It's been other, other, you know, I don't even know how they found me. I don't know how I found them necessarily, but... Like out of um, like, like out of one out of state types, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, like this one that has been really cool to me is called Signal Chords. I don't even know where they're based out of. Um, rock metal, punk, and more. Or something. I don't know where they're from. Um, I mean, it's cool that places like that out of, out of state, no matter how big they are, it's cool that they're pulling from other cities. Yeah, I mean, their their thing is to feature unsigned artists okay or independent artists i think a few times they've posted like a video of like a well-known band but that's their thing that's that's what they like to do um and you can find all these like spotify playlists that do this that as well um fucking spotify uh i'm gonna go down that road i was about to say something but fuck it um yeah but so when we're you made me we we're talking about stl punk and it made me think of something so on on tiktok <laughs> I have a Rocky Rocky page and uh, I just started like following people, you know, just to gain a few followers. I was just posting videos with zero followers and the algorithm really confuses me. But I made a video. It was a question and answer video. It was like, who are your favorite bands from St. Louis? And I just named all the ones I could in a minute that I like. And this fucking girl left me a comment like, hey, you're missing so many. And my kids say that half of those bands aren't even bands anymore. I was like, did you not listen to anything I said? <laughs> like, what if just fucking, I said, I'm only going to do this in a minute. There are many more that I want to, whatever I fucking said. <laughs> so I commented back. I was like, okay, tell me who I missed and I'll do another video. Fuck. Did she, Fuck. did she comment back? No, ah, of course not. Man. Still waiting. Wait, let me look. It's yeah. like, how do you? Holy cow! Sorry, that's loud. <laughs> but how how are things taken so out of context, or just not for what they really are on fucking TikTok? I don't understand. What was the point in the comment though? Like, right? Like, I, it's like she doesn't know you. That's exactly why I'm bringing it up. I know, but I said <laughs> no. She didn't. No, she didn't <laughs> respond. I, 
confusing, man. Yeah, I, I don't. And, and 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 the funny thing is, is that that video right now has the most views on TikTok. And I actually made TikTok like videos when I did like the the awkward conversation you have with that one uncle or like things like those are TikTok videos. Uh huh. And the one that got the most views was where I named my favorite bands from my hometown. I don't get it. And that was when I had zero followers, by the way. Yeah. And it's like 500 views. I don't get it. Do you remember? I don't who- understand the algorithm. I want someone to truly explain it to me. Do you remember who you named? Yeah. I mean, I said, maybe this is where I went wrong too, because I started it by saying you have to appreciate the biggest five from this era. In my opinion, the biggest five, which is story of the year, Nelly, the urge, gravity kills and Chuck Berry. Like they just have to be your favorite from the city because they did so much to bring the city to the mainstream, right? Mm -hmm. Or bring the city into the mainstream. And then I mentioned Ludo and St. Lunatics. And I said, my favorite band of all time from St. Louis is Calico system. Uh, And then I just named a bunch like inimical Brook Royal city Avenue discrepancies. uh, City Avenue. Okay. Not a band anymore. So what great band go find their music. It's great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I named a bunch. I, I think a lot of the ones that I named later in the video definitely are not bands anymore. I don't, so I was kind of like going down memory lane by by naming those. But fuck off. <laughs> fuck no. I mean, I still think it's important to, regardless of their bands or not anymore, it's still important to name them if you think that they did something for the St. Louis scene at a certain time when we they need maybe it. they just made good music that's the whole well, fucking point that's anyway. that too yeah i'm just talking about good music that I, I maybe that's where i dug myself the hole is i talked about the fucking relevance of those big bands but yeah. they are relevant it's story of the year has a platinum record mm-hmm. nelly has multiple platinum records chuck berry's one of the most iconic artists of all time right mm-hmm. like it's kind of a no-brainer I don't know. Who else did I say? The Urge. Like, the Urge, on. yeah. Come on. No one sounded like The Urge when The Urge was like, when The Urge was hitting, no one sounded like that on mainstream radio. Right. Very few. Very few. Like, I guess there was like Mighty Boss, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones and, you know, bands like that. Um, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Oh, I fucking love that band. Um, but like, yeah, no one you, sounded you mentioned, like that. You mentioned Gravity Kills. Mm. were they i mean like how big were they in st louis I, from what i remember they're pretty big because they, they were I mean, they were a big like mississippi knights type band right um sure yeah they haven't been a band for so long was it well hang, uh, no hang on hang on a second um okay. am i correct when somebody told me that was it the Trav was it the Travis Scott thing? Was it Astro World? I think Gravity I, Kills was playing there. What? Or something. Somebody told me that. Are you sure? No. Let me let me let me <laughs> I might be spreading rumors. Who knows? Hang on. Let's see. Why would they so you said they were on the Astro World Festival? I don't maybe that's not the festival I'm thinking of. They were on something that something happened. And 
Okay, here we go. So this is from Gravity Kills Facebook page on November 6th. What's happened at the festival in Houston yesterday is beyond tragic. Our hearts go out to those who are injured and especially to the families of those who lost their lives. Please, people, take care of each other at the shows. It was horrifying to us when when we would find out that anyone may have been injured at one of our shows. I don't know how this could have been avoided, but to any artist reading this, please be aware of what's happening at our shows. So, yeah. So they were playing there. So I don't know if this is like a, if they're actually touring or doing something right now, but I guess they're a band still. I'm confused. Are we sure they just weren't in Houston at the same time? Uh, Maybe, maybe that's just how this came across. All right. I'm going to look up the official Astro World Festival lineup. I don't know how this could have been avoided, but to any artist reading this, please be aware of what's happening at your shows. I always reminded the crowd to be compassionate about a third of the way through the set. I don't know if this has ever saved anyone from injury, but hopefully it gave pause to everyone in the building and reminded us that we were, were in it together. I don't... What What is the, what is this? It says, uh, uh, let's see. As the proverbial smoke clears from this, I hope the industry can learn from this. The Who concert in Cincinnati was never supposed to ever happen again. And here we are. Do I not... Should I know what happened to the Who concert in Cincinnati? Uh, I don't. Something happened? Apparently. Let's look it up. We're an idiot. I'm an idiot. Let's look it up. I don't see Gravity Kills on this lineup. Okay. So maybe that, I maybe think that, they're maybe, just simply commenting on what happened. Maybe so. Okay. The but, Who concert but, in but if, but if they're not a band, why is it weird that they would post something like that? No. Everyone fucking commented on that. Hmm. Um... The Who concert disaster occurred on December 3rd, 1979, when British rock band The Who performed at Riverfront Coliseum in Cincinnati, Ohio. A rush of concert goers outside the Coliseum's entry doors resulted in the deaths of 11 people. That got swept under the rug, huh? Did it? I don't know. I've never heard that story. You probably should have, but... What year was that, did it say? 1979. Holy cow. Like I said, man, it's happened before. You know, um, I don't know. Comparing the two again would be silly because it's two different time periods, two different. It's just, um, yeah, I don't know. So we got uh, so gravity kills. Yeah. I think they were relevant enough to be considered one of the bigger bands from the city. Right. I think so. Yeah. I just yeah. didn't. I just didn't know if there was a, a a main reason why you had mentioned them, or if it was just because of popularity. Yeah, just that. Pretty okay. Much. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that song "Guilty" was huge. Yes, it was. Huge. Wasn't there another one that was big off of that album too? I've been listening. I've actually listened to Gravity Kills quite a bit here lately. Sounds like Nine Inch Nails. It does, doesn't um, it? Huh? So it does, doesn't Enough. That was the other one. Yeah. So anyway, there are tons of bands that I didn't name that I should have, but hey, I tried to do it in a minute. Well, Forgive me. The good news is you'll probably have people who will message you and tell you that you forgot their band. You think so? Probably. I don't know. We'll see. So far, I haven't. <laughs> so far, they don't care. Either way. 
either way. So, in, in, in no more stories? Is that all you got for right now? Uh, have I told any good ones yet? Uh, no. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I, I was just curious. I know there's quite a few where you've kind of said that you don't really want to go down that road and, and talk about. I didn't know if there was anything that you could say if you didn't mention the band, but as you said, maybe it wouldn't be as interesting if people don't know who you're talking about there are there are just specific run-ins that i can't i shouldn't really talk about because of the other people involved i don't think they would want gotcha me to be talking about it okay i think you know what i'm saying i do i get it okay uh but there's something i'll fucking talk about sure i I met crunchy black from uh three six mafia he was cool now okay. you made a fucking face just now. If you don't know who Crunchy Black is or who Three Six Mafia is, I'm I know. Well, I know Three Six Mafia, but I didn't know the name originally. I, I what'd you say his name was? Crunchy Black. Crunchy Black. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I apologize if that insults you that I don't know who he is, but he was cool. Okay. Nice guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of good ones. I, I guess they're all bad, dude. I guess I'm an asshole. I don't know. Who, 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 okay, fuck. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to just think like, I know that, well, I know just maybe from like personally, maybe just personally talking that you've mentioned some really cool bands that you've gotten to hang out with. Like, didn't, didn't you say the Hollywood undead was really cool? Aren't you friends with some um, of the, a couple of those guys? Yeah, but they kind of partied. They were more like <clears throat> partying with us than. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's a difference. Like it wasn't like being cordial to be cordial. Like they were trying to get fucked up. Yeah. And so were we. <laughs> so, I mean, they were cool for the most part. <clears throat> I'm trying to remember. They We didn't hang out with all of them. It was mainly. <sighs> I don't know their names. I know they have weird white guy rapper names but i was mainly one of the vocalists the drummer and the guitar player but this is back when they had um the old singer in the band deuce i knew you would know his name yes that guy so the guy that replaced him i actually played quite a few shows with back in the day okay the the new the most the guy that sings for hollywood undead now used to be in a band called loreen drive Okay. We used to play shows with them quite a bit. Um, they were cool guys, but again, much less known than lesser known than Hollywood. Did you Undead, did you ever hear the story about Deuce leaving the band? I tried not to. Tried not because to. His name is Deuce. <laughs> he put. No, well, what's the story? I don't. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know for a for sure story. I just know I overheard someone talking about it at one point, saying that they beat the living piss out of him. When they kicked him out, and that they kicked him out of the band, he didn't leave on his own. That would not surprise me. But then he did go on and make one album on his own after that. He did. He was on the uproar that I played. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember what the guy's name, but he had a backup guy. What? Uh, Yeah, he was a big black guy. I can't think of what his name was, though. Why has it got to be black? Because that was the color of his skin. There's oh. no, there's no racism here. Okay. I was just making Deuce a statement. Backup singer? Is he? A, what, what was he like? An MC? Yeah. 
why would I know who this person is? I didn't. I, I didn't say you would. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that was a terrible Google search. I just did. I'm. I'm giving up on that one. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, he's still putting out music on it. Wait, hang on. He put out a, a single in June. Deustin? Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's fantastic. His last album was in two so he put out he put out that album Nine Lives in two thousand twelve, which was right after he got booted from the band. And then five years later he put out another album. Which I'm sure did fantastic. Yeah. I'm sure. But I'm trying to I'm trying to find it doesn't say anything about another guy. So anyways, not that important. <laughs> Who did I meet? So met someone else at that opera tour that was cool, but I'm it's it's escaping me who it was. I'm trying to think of who was on that show. Well, look up that. Let's look up that lineup. Because I was there, even though I forgot you were there at one point, which makes you feel uh-huh. really good. What year was that? Appreciate was that it. was that 2012? Was that 2012? 2012. Yeah, I got it right here. Okay. I know Papa Roach was on it. Elliot's Way, P.O.D., Fozzie, Deuce, Red Light King, Mindset Evolution, In This Moment, Thousand Foot Crutch. I don't think Fozzie played. Okay. I know you don't care, but I don't think Fozzie sure played because I wanted to see Shine him. Down, Godsmack. Maybe I didn't meet anybody else. Well, it's not, none of those are ringing but many bells. Oh, well. What's this one? So the one that you're talking about was the one that, uh, what, what's the name for Papa Roach lost his voice, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. Have you heard their new music? Yeah. It's good. I can't think of another rock band that has adapted to the music industry as much as they have and as well as they have. But also kept enough of their original sound too, right? Um. Sure. Have you heard uh, they they did a song with Fever three 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 or Jacoby did that Swerve? Have have you heard that? Yeah, that's good. There's a there's a few other singles that he's been doing here lately too with with a few other bands like a band called is it Core? That I don't know. Um, Let's see. I'm not as hip as you are. Well, listen, that takes a lot. Have you listened to the Aesop record yet? No, I still need to. Man. I'm bullshitting on that. Killing me, dude. Killing me. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know, man. I can't think of any other good ones. I guess I'm just an asshole. Well. I've had a lot of weird run-ins, man. It's I, I guess I'm just bad luck. Like okay. I did, okay. So, like, so, so let me let me let me ask you this: so you you keep you keep saying maybe you're just an asshole as a joke, and I I get it. But if you were doing the same thing now, if you were in that band now, touring now, you think the run-ins would be the same? No. They'd be a they'd be a lot different, right? Because probably because everyone in the in these situations has matured as adults. I would hope so. Yeah, I'm a dad now. Yeah. I don't think I would approach the situation the same. Right. But I really honestly wasn't like in the moment, but even back when I was a punk shithead, 
fucking hood rat. I still in the moment didn't really do anything about anything. You know, I was still like, I just wanted, like I said, I just wanted to not be a problem to anyone, you know? And I've seen other people not take their approach and I've seen them be confrontational and loud and threaten people. And, you know, that's just, I just, I'm not a tough guy either. So it's not like I'm going to, you know, I I wonder, I wonder if that's just arrogance from thinking that they're bigger than they are, or if they think they're trying to prove a point or trying to make their presence known or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. These are also what with me, these are just quick interactions. It's not yeah. like I'm like sitting down with these people and eating dinner and, you know, it's just that, you know, <laughs> man, I'm really, I'm really pissed that I can't think of it. I, it's like another bad one. So your original question, like one of my favorite bands is Alexis on fire. I'm sure you don't know who that is, but I know, I know the name. Um, their fucking singer was an asshole to me. And it's bummed me out. It sucked. It bummed me out. Still like the band. But he might have, he didn't have a good reason to be a shithead to me, but I, as a singer, I understand what, he, I understand why he did what he did. So I didn't really take it that personally. That's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and again, I was with someone else at the time who was in a band. One of the bands I mentioned in my video, actually. Uh, and he was also one of the people that the singer said something to besides myself, and he didn't take it so well. So, again, I don't know. That's the... It's uh, it's one of those things. So that was a bummer. You know, I wish I had uh, met Sonny from POD under under different circumstances, that's for sure. And I did meet him again because we played with him years later and I didn't say anything, you know? Yeah. I should have. I should have just been like, hey, man, let me tell you this story. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he would have found it funny or not. But I mean, again, he you're, was cool. You're probably but... not the only guy that he's seen roofied in a bathroom. You sure? No. I just know he does a lot of touring, so I figured <laughs> the chances are. <laughs> Good point. I think he's, but I don't think he's hanging around dudes that would ever get roofied. Just a guess. Are Just you, a guess. Are you an Ice Nine Kills fan? Um, no, but I can appreciate them. Did I they really? Did, did I send you that picture from Pops the other night? You didn't send it to me, but I saw it. Dude, they sold that bitch out, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. They're they're huge. Man, um, when you when you walk into Pops, you it does not look like you can hold as many people in there as you can, right? <sighs> Have you ever been there for a sold out show? One. Which one was it? The uh, the local show. Bro- the Brook Royal uh, headlined. Oh, you got to know what I'm talking about. Inimical was on it. Uh, Common Jones, City of Parks, Scrub, and Ace High. This is a, quite a few years back. Hang on, I've got yeah, the yeah, yeah. February... Th- I've got a poster in here. February 3rd. Was that called a, se- a, a sellout? A sold-out show? They called it a sold a sold out show. Okay. Well. Okay, so I mean, that's really the only one. I think I think so. Yeah. So I remember when we were talking about shows that I remember going to, like favorite shows. I didn't mention one, but I did see Papa Roach there. Um, 
right as Love Hate Tragedy came out. Oh wow! And that place was there were people standing on top of the bar. That's how crowded it was. Holy cow! People were being launched through the air from the back <laughs> by the bar. It was hard to really tell where they were coming from. Wow! Like you, it was that crowded. Um. Like the girl I was with at the time, she was standing on top of a table, and at some point, she just got knocked off there. That's that that's it was fucking crazy. Um, I guess maybe me saying that too. That's when you go, oh, I didn't realize this many people could fit in here. But I also think they broke capacity rules for sure. Oh, I'm sure. I well, maybe I think that too because a lot of the shows that I've been to, they are not using that second stage part. So maybe that makes it look a little smaller in there. Because yeah. they do section off some of it. Wait, what? Isn't there like isn't there two stages there at Pops? Yeah. So a lot of time, like most of the time, they don't use that second part of the stage, right? Right. And a lot of times they section off like the bar part if it's not going to be like a massive crowd. Oh, okay. I thought you meant for like sold out shows. Oh no 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 no. Um, and I've heard I've heard the stories. I didn't get to go, and I really uh, just I'm always going to regret. Because I had the opportunity and I didn't, but when Slipknot played there, I mean, the stories people tell me is like the fucking balcony was going to collapse. That's how crowded and insane it was in there. Well, didn't uh, didn't Corey Taylor solo sell out really fast too? I think he, I think I his know. show was sold out just like a few months ago. At Pops, I didn't even know he was there. Yeah, I see. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, what's another one? Uh, I saw a fucking as I lay dying there, and it was. It's fucking crazy. Um, long before he hired a hitman. Where did... Isn't that the last place that Beartooth played in St. Louis? Didn't they play Pops? Yes. Thought so. Yes. That was a long time ago, though, man. That was like... A couple years. 2015, 2016? No. Maybe? What, maybe no, it had to have been sooner than that, yeah. No. Um, yeah, I didn't go. Um, if they ever come back, I will. So, yeah, I mean, there have definitely been more people in there than there should have been for a lot of shows. You, you some legendary fucking shows there, man. You, you said that back in the, back when you guys were doing, um, like the road to point fest and stuff like that shows, you said that you used to pack out those places a lot more than they are now. Like anything close to selling out anything? Um. Yeah, I mean, Road to Point Fest shows got close to selling out pops. Seriously? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, but that's the thing. Like, close to selling out. Like, what do you mean? Like, I, I'll, I'll say this: there were easily five hundred people in the room. Yes. Okay. Easily. That's and I mean, cr- if you go to insane. them now, I don't think there's anything close to that. I mean, I haven't been in so long. I don't know. I've been. But. I've been to some where there was maybe. 70 yeah maybe no i mean they maybe it used to be a different thing dude yeah it used to be a different thing um no i just wonder you know i I wonder why they why the effort isn't there to make it that again is there a local show well no i was just talking to somebody i was getting tattooed last on tuesday and i um we were we were talking about that um, talking about what, like, why, what, what happened? What, why, what happened? You know, he didn't have an explanation, but he thinks it's a fucking 
why why and that was his point he go he goes i don't even know why there's a fucking local stage at point fest anymore why have a road to point fest if you don't even have a local show on your your, your rock station right good point i mean i still think it's good to have the local stage please keep doing it um so those bands can have a have a stage to play on and get in front of people but i don't you know i don't yeah, and I, mean, I don't i don't think they have the time anymore but i'm sure i know where you were getting tattooed at and it would be cool if they could get involved it actually isn't where you think oh it's not no okay well where i think would be cool if they got involved and i i think they could make it what it used to be how so just getting more people involved and even if they were like considered a sponsor of the local stage or something like that i think that they could make it a lot bigger than it used to like what it used to be compared to what it is now pitch the idea yeah i'm not gonna say you're wrong but i don't know yeah i don't know i just just based on what they've been able to put together on their own sure it would be it would be child's play to put together what to put together those shows so you're wanting them to do like the battle shows sure why not i guess the question would be why would they why would they even want to I, I I don't know why would they why do they do their own or well I mean they don't anymore but why do why do they put on their own shows for so long? Because it was fucking fun. I right, it was. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I'm just being silly. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if they. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, dude. So, yeah, no. So when they one that I played. Uh, this is so long ago, but it was, if it wasn't sold out, it was about as close as you can get. Um, who are the bands on it? 13 days was on it. Fucking inimical. I want to say was on it. A band called elusive. I don't know if you remember them, but they mm-hmm. were big at the time. I wonder if I can find this lineup. Um, Because I want to remember all the bands. Point Fest lineup. I don't even know what year. I'm just going to do a search and see what I can find. Um, no, it was way before that. Name some other popular local bands. Right now? No. Oh, all time. F- shoot, I don't know. STL Sound. Holy shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> There's another magazine. Uh, there was a big deal to, to to get on the cover or be mentioned in it. I don't even know if they're around anymore. I don't think they are. I haven't heard, heard about them in such a long time. Um, fuck, man. I wish I could remember that lineup. It is going to drive me fucking nuts. Um, I'm not going to be able to find it. But anyway, dude, it was a bunch of fucking huge bands. And it was like... Every band tried to sell as many tickets as they could, so it was it was packed. Um, and I want to say it was the year the 13 Days won, and which was the last year that they actually had the winner play the big main stage, open the big main stage. Oh, I I don't think I went to a point fest where they they played the main stage. I've seen where they did happened the twice the side stage. They, no, it happened d- more than. Hold on, dude. My memory is shit. If you can't tell. 
Point Fest. It's always fun to uh, go to the Point Fest Wikipedia page if you haven't. <laughs> Try it sometime. Uh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. So it would have been Point Fest. Let me see here. Point Fest 9, hosted by Matt Penfield of MTV. Who knew? Um, Point Fest 11. Want to know who headlined? Give it to me. Chili Peppers. Really? Uh, Point Fest 12, May 21st, 2000. Slipknot and Mudvayne were scheduled to perform, but canceled on the day of the show for unknown reasons. 311, The Boss Tones, Everclear, Our Lady Peace, Goldfinger, Blue October, to- Toadies. God damn, that's a lineup. MXPX. Um, and Slipknot and Mudvayne were supposed to headline, like dual headline that show? I, well, I guess it just says On they top of all that? Holy it. crap. Yeah. Dude, Everclear. Remember Everclear? I loved Everclear. I'm not a fan, but I do appreciate that. What an asshole. They wrote some, fucking, they wrote some hits. Um, father of mine. <laughs> um, Point Fest 13. Weezer, Run DMC, Stain, Fuel, Our Lady Peace, Toadies, Alien Ant Farm, Head PE, Puddle of Mud, Tantric, Cold, Saliva, and Monster Magnet. Dude, these lineups are out of Alien Ant, Alien Ant Farm. I was a fan, but was there is there any other band that made it as big as they did because of a cover song? It's hard to say. No, I'm probably not. No, they did have other songs on that album that I liked, but Framing Handley, maybe. Oh, maybe good. That's a that's Ant a good Farm. call, actually. I only said that because we played with them quite a few times. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't seem happy. Uh, you don't seem happy about guys, it. <laughs> super nice guys, except the lead singer. Um, Point Fest fourteen. I remember this one. I remember this one for sure because it's the one that uh, Story of the Year played when they were still called Big Blue Monkey, and that's how they essentially got discovered by uh, John Feldman because he was on the show playing with Goldfinger. So this lineup. And for those Story of the Year fans that didn't know that story, yeah. Um, I didn't make that up, by the way. Uh, so hang on. Seven Dust, can, Our Lady can, Peace. can you give me a little more on that? So, okay. Jo- is that the lead singer of Goldfinger? <sighs> yes. Okay. He's the one that produced Story of the Year's first record. Oh. So the story goes is that at that point fest, they got onto his bus and left their DVD on there, which was just basically, it was their, all their music, live shows, and then just them being silly gooses. Before they became Story of the Year. Before, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, yes. Seven Dust, Our Lady Peace, The Executioners, Hoobastank, Real Big Fish, Tenacious D, Local H, Goldfinger, Unwritten Law, The Apex Theory, Dashboard Confessional, Lost Profits, Third Strike, Ash, Green Will, Pressure, Four, Five. Dude. And Big Blue Monkey. Oh, yeah. Karashi was on that. Do you remember that band? Mm-mm. Okay. We're going to look them up before the show's over. Um, Okay, uh, okay. Here, here's where it starts. Point Fest 15. New Empire was the local band contest winner, which earned a spot in the lineup. Now, they did not open the main stage, but it was the first year. So New Empire, do you know who that is? Do you remember that band? Mm-mm. Jesus H. Christ. Um, Stained, Head P.E., Breaking Benjamin, Cold, The Used, All-American Rejects, Seether, Trapped, Finch, Ra, Smile Empty Soul, Cabo, and New Empire. Those are good lineups, man. Dude. Point Fest 16, June 5th, 2004, the Von Bondies were scheduled to perform but failed to arrive due to problems with their tour bus. 
Um, the Urge, Breaking Benjamin, Papa Roach, Story of the Year, Lit, Sugar Cult, Flaw, Thornley, The Adored, Crossfade, Apartment 26, Modern Day Zero, Shaman's Harvest, and A Dare. So I guess A Dare would have been the local winner? Or were they already signed by then? I think they were already signed by then. Do you remember Sugar Cult? I do. I like Sugar Cult. I just listened to a song that's of theirs the other day. A fucking kick-ass band name. Yeah. I love that band name. I always wanted to name my band Sugar Wolf, but no one had the balls to do it. Sugar Wolf. <laughs> on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine, and the, the, the heading says, Come feel the sweet bite of Sugar Wolf. There yeah. you go. Look at you. I had it figured out. No one just <laughs> no one listened to me. Um, Point Fest 17. The XCs were scheduled to perform but did not play due to an illness. Trust Company was also scheduled but canceled their performance amid personal issues with band members and their record label. They officially announced their breakup a couple months later. Breaking Benjamin, Mudvayne, Story of the Year. I remember this one because I remember Mudvayne playing at night and the lead singer gave this like really long speech about um, uh, the war and like soldiers and shit and everybody went like there were people crying. Really? Um, Breaking Benjamin, Mudvayne, Story of the Year, Modern Day Zero, Sum 41, Unwritten Law, Love Unwritten Law. Do you like Unwritten Law? I know. What, what's, what was their biggest? Seeing Red. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yep. Great fucking band. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a lot of really great songs besides that one. That is a good song. And that singer's really good. He's actually, dude, he's actually, I was just thinking about this the other day. I don't even know why, but maybe it was because I wanted to listen to that song. He's a really hard singer to, like, if I had to do karaoke and you said do Unwritten Law, I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> he's got a really hard voice, like, to mimic. Yeah. He's a really good singer. Him, him and like the dude from the original guy from Three Days Grace. Like you just can't mimic that sound he does with his voice. Yeah. Really hard. Anyway, um, Unwritten Law, Life of Agony, American Head Charge, Blood Simple, Morningside, Ultra Blue. Oh my God, there's another local band I should have mentioned. Fucking love that band. Ultra Blue. I guess they won. Huh? Ultra Blue. Is that who you said? Ultra Blue. And then they okay. became King Thief later. Okay. One of my favorite local bands of all time. Easily. Uh, totally forgot about them. I guess they won that one. I don't know. Uh, Point Fest 18. We're just going to go through all the Point Fest lineups if you're cool with that. We'll end the show. <laughs> it's fun. I, I, this is like remembering all of these is fucking crazy. Uh, Point Fest 18, May 6, 2006. Blue October was scheduled to play, however, as a result of lead singer Justin Furstenfeld. That's his name. Furstenfeld? Broken leg. The band did not play. So this one was Coheed and Cambria. Avenged Sevenfold, Shine Down, Trapped, Ten Years, Hurt, People in Planes, Auto Vane, Rock Kills Kid, Bullets and Octane, Bullets and Octane. Fuck, I forgot about them too. 18 Visions, Damone, and 360 Smile. I guess 360 Smile was the winner. Yes, they were. Point Fest 19, August 5th, 2006. Stained, Breaking Benjamin, Hurt, Blue October, Three Days Grace, Buck Cherry, Evans Blue, Blackstone Cherry, and Animical Drive. I guess they won. I guess they won that year. I don't know. Um, Point Fest 20. So this is the one lie. So wait, hang is on. the main stage winner. So uh, are, what? What do you? When you're naming these, are, are this this isn't just, this isn't all the bands that played the shows, right? This is just like right. Like that's not all the bands that were on the show, is it? So when, what year did they start doing like the 29 bands for 29 bucks thing? 
I'm getting there, homie. God. Okay. Let me get through the lineups, would you? Okay. Sorry, man. <laughs> um, no. Point Fest 20. Lie was the main stage winner, so that was the first year they had the winner open up the main stage, and it was fucking cool. Lie was awesome. Do you know who Lie is? Mm, is it? Uh, how do you spell that? Is it L Y E? Yep. Okay. I yeah. I know. I remember the name. Really fucking good metal band, dude. Um, so the main stage was Lie, Red Romance. I have no idea who that is. Mm-mm. Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, Wolf Mother, and the Killers. I was there for that show. So was I. Um, side stages, Bull for My Valentine, <laughs> Say Anything, Modern Day Zero, Papa Roach, The Xyz, Flyleaf, Smile Empty Soul, Dropping Daylight. Dropping Daylight was a good one. Auto Vane, Medina Lake, Blackpool Lights, Stray Light Run, Operator, Defunct, In Fear and Faith. Good old In Fear and Faith, man. Um, I was there for that show as well. Local bands, Ava Wait, The New Embrace, In Fear and Faith, Dead by Tuesday, By Level, Murder in a Tuxedo. God, I forgot about them. One of my favorite. By Level played Point Fest? I didn't know that. Yeah. Murder in a Tuxedo was so good. Cabo, Shaman's Harvest, Sonic Reducer, 360 Smile, and Arrhythma. Point Fest 21. September 30th, 2007. Head PE was originally scheduled to play, but they were removed from the lineup. The band cited issues getting one of their members a passport to make it back from their European dates. Reported issues were linked to the members' past encounters with law enforcement officials. Um, Main stage, Breaking Benjamin, Three Days Grace, Seether, Finger Eleven, was originally scheduled to play, but the lead singer lost his voice. And 13 Days was the last main stage winner. They no longer let bands open up the big stage after 13 days. I played this point fest. Um, Iron Age Studios stage. Copperview, The Daybreak Boys, 12 Stones, Evans Blue, Hurt, Saliva, Chevelle. The Main Street Bistro stage. Shaman's Harvest, La Push, Sick Puppies, The Starting Line, Mute Math, Sum 41. And then the Pops local band stage. Behind the Blindfold, Brooke Royal. Brooke Royal's first show, one of their first shows. Derailed, Blinded Black, Elusive, Soul to, soul to Senders. Soul to Senders. Social Slave. Leo. So this was the year. So this this year was so the, the, the final that we were in that I was talking about. Like it was like almost sold out. It was probably sold out. So it would have been us, Elusive, Social Slave in 13 days. So Nimical wasn't on it. I thought they were. But and that it most certainly almost sold out pops. You with me still? I am. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this. Point Fest 22. Atreyu was scheduled to play the main stage, but they were forced to cancel because the band's flight from Los Angeles was grounded. Sick Puppies canceled due to a death in a family. Blind Melon was scheduled to play the Jägermeister stage, but the band canceled. Main stage, Surge, Tankian, Shinedown, Kill Switch Engage, and Filter. I was there for the that. New Amsterdam stage. Coheed and Cambria, Hurt, Ludo, 10 Years, Red, Safety Suit, and Cabo. Safety the I forgot stage. about them. Yeah. Finger 11, Cop Review, Cabo, Theory of a Dead Man, Scary Kids, Scaring Kids, and Luca Rossi. Forgot about them too. Scary Kids, Scaring Kids. Yep. I had run-ins with them and they were all good. Those guys like to party. Um, <laughs> Pops Local Stage, Iron Fist Delusion, The New Translation, Soul Ascenders, Sunday But Summer, Sunday But Summer, Course of Nature, Strict Nine Hollow, Bare Knuckle Conflict, Feed the Flame, Inimical Drive, 
Never My Silence, and Fivefold. I want to say that New Translation was the winner that year. Uh, 23. Seether, Shinedown, Puddle of Mud, Bullet for My Valentine. Now we're getting kind of to like the same bands every year, right? This was... We're kind I of think getting there, I, right? This was the year that was the year that the, uh, the, the point said that they would never have Puddle of Mud play a point fest again. Do you know why? Uh, yeah. Because he came out out of his freaking mind. And he played one song and thought the show was done. And he, they had to bring him back out on stage. Yeah, it happens. Um, <laughs> see there, Shine Down, Puddle of Mud, Bull for My Valentine, Apocalyptica. The Upright Animals, Ava Waite, Miser, Copperview, Sick Puppies, Local H, Story of the Year. Redline Chemistry, Brook Royal, Black Tide, Saving Abel, Ludo. The Pop Stage, Ready the Cannons, Telltale Heart, 12 Summers Old, another great local band that I forgot about, Soul Descenders, Minutes Till Midnight, Minutes Till Midnight, Everyday Drive, Point Fest 24. The Offspring, Chevelle, Taking Back Sunday, Sick Puppies, The Used. This is the one that New Translation won. Uh, New Translation, Inimical Drive, Parlor Mob, Head P, Cabo, Amberlynn, Ludo. The Black Stage. Street Dogs, Greek Fire, Framing Hanley, Shiny Toy Guns, Hurt, Blue October, The Local Stage, Isabella, Shiny Toy Guns. Killer Me, Killer You, Sunday But Summer, Arrhythma, Opposites Attack, All Fall Down, Fertilance, Stone Dog Diaries, Defiance Point, Amareth, and The Gorge. So that Killer Me, Killer You, that Point Fest, that Point Fest, it was only our third show ever. Oh, really? Yeah. Played two shows out of town. No. We played one show in town and then one show out of town and then we played Point Fest. Yeah. Which again, we you were on we the you were, you were on the pop stage. Yeah. So, but again, that was when you would have a big crowd for pop stage, right? Uh, you saw video. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen Have you seen those stages lately? No, I don't want to be depressed, man. Man, they're not good. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, no one knew who we were. However, we did do good at that one, and it was crowded. It was. I remember that one. Yeah. Vividly, yeah. Uh, but we did. We had again. We were. We were given a gift by being on that point fest. We weren't supposed to be on it. Um, we were. We were given a favor, and then in order to return that favor, we had to do the battle the following year, for the following point fest, and we did. And here's what's on the point fest Wikipedia stage. Well, hang on, hang on. Before you do that, why, why was your favor that you had to give back being you had to do the battle? Is it because it's you just, sold so just, well for the battle? or No, it's because we hadn't battled yet, and we played a point fest. That typically wasn't how Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Yeah. So the following point fest was point fest 25. This is what Wikipedia says. Point fest 25 is on August 23rd, 2009, and boasted 35 bands for 35 bucks. Killer Me, Killer You won the Pops battle to open Point Fest and greeted the crowd at 10 a.m. by showering them with Pop-Tarts for breakfast. <laughs> Douchebags. Um, main stage, Our Lady Peace, Atreyu, Chevelle, Shine Down, Stained, Killer Me, Killer You, Burn Halo, Billy Boy on Poison, Brooke Royal, Living Things, Trapped, Hollywood Undead, Copperview, Veer Union, Hailstorm, Evans Blue, All That Remains, Street Sweeper Social Club, that's when I met Tom Morello and almost pissed my pants. Um, Dude, Copperview played a lot of Point Fest, didn't they? I didn't yeah. realize that. Good fucking band. Dude. They were a good um, band. 
Aranda, Janice. God, I forgot about Janice. Oh, I love Redline Janice. Chemistry, Luca Brasi, Shaman's Harvest, Mess, Messy. I don't know who that is. Uh, Pop Stage, Elusive, Iron Fist Delusion, Make Me, Break Me, Life Among the Dead, Strategy, Final Drive, From Mars to Venus, Arrhythma, Persona Crown, Exit 714, and Seance. Point Fest 26, Three Days Grace, Cedar, Papa Roach, Coheed Cambria, Coheed and Cambria, Saliva. Side stages, Hollywood Undead, Story of the Year, Janice, Brook Royal, Crash Kings, Flowbots, Motion City Soundtrack, Shaman's Harvest, Greek Fire, Auto Vane, Jonathan Tyler and the Northern Lights, Pops Nightclub winner, Opposites Attack. What year was this? 2010. Oh, okay. Pops Local Stage, Delta, Animical Drive, Option Control, Count the Lies, Make Me Break Me, Sonic Candy from Skies of Fire, Killing Me, Killer You, Fivefold, Break These Walls, Break Dances with Wolves. Yeah, dude. So as we get further into these, like all of the main stage bands are kind of like the same revolving door of butt rock bands mm -hmm. with a few kind of mixed in there. But Point Fest 27, Hurt, Flyleaf, Puddle of Mud, Stone Sour, Avenged Sevenfold, uh, Sonic Candy, My Dark. That might have been, line. that was, that was probably the, were you at this one? Do you know? I was. That Avenged played. It, that was the, wasn't that right after night the Nightmare or... Is that what the album was called? Nightmare? Is that right after that album came out? Who are you talking about? Avenged. Avenged? Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm not the biggest uh, Avenged okay. Sevenfold follower. Okay. Sorry. Because they dropped that uh, that doll from the rafters. I don't know if you remember that or not. Who? It was like hanging by the noose. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Pops Local Stage. This is kind of fun to do now. Me vs. You, Outrageous, Option Control, Last Night's Vice. Last Night's Vice is another really good local band I forgot about. Opposites Attack, Killer Me, Killer You, Fertilance, The Gorge, Parallel 33, Break These Walls, and Sick Faced. So you got a lot of the same local bands playing each year too, right? Uh, let's see what the following low. So the next year, the local bands are... Something Heroic, Gateway, Getaway, Corvus, Seance, Deny the Gravity, Opposites Attack, From Skies of Fire, Hollow Point Heroes, Fivefold, and Conable Road. Point Fest 30. Where the fuck are the local bands? Oh. Iron Fist Delusion, Make Me Break Me, Carthage, Outcome of Betrayal, Midnight Hour, Hollow Point Heroes, Strategy, 30-odd six from Skies of Fire, Lori's Puppets, Between the Rivers, Tear Out the Heart. Oh, yeah, that's when... Uh... <clears throat> Interesting. So let's see, Point Fest 31, River City Sound, Fivefold, Love Me, Leave Me, Broke Neck, Mercury Descend, Seven Year Nightmare, Make Me, Break Me. Point Fest 32, Pez, Odom, Midnight Hour, Evading Azriel, Space Train, Facing Infamy, The Weekend Routine. The next year, Nervous Pudding, Soundtrap, Hollow Point Heroes, Rev Nation, City of Parks. Next year, The Hush List, City of Parks, Conquer as They Come, Disguise the Limit. Notice how the list is getting smaller and smaller. Hush List, bummer, Hush list got quite a bit bigger after that, right? At least for a little bit. I would say yes. I'd say yes. I don't know. Um, all right. 
think I'm, I've, I've worn out my welcome on this Wikipedia page. <laughs> Anything else we want to talk about before we get out of here since we spent 45 minutes talking about Point Fist? Uh, That's just in. QB Lamar Jackson out Sunday against the Bears. Tyler Huntley will start. I did not know who their backup was. Drop them from your fantasy team, bro. Yeah, I guess we could talk football a little bit. I don't want to. No? Football's just toying with my emotions all fucking year. Football is not good this year. What do you mean? I've had several weeks where I've only had like six wins. And it's not, I mean, it's not just me. It's like, you know... There have been sports, some weird wins, sports, that's for sure. Sports analysts are, you know, getting a lot of these games wrong. But they're 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 weird ones, man. I I, I can just tell you that if we lose to the Lions today, I'm going to set myself on fire. I hope so you, I, I hope you don't lose also, to the Lions. Baker However, Mayfield is starting. Well, that's good, right? No. How how He's long do you want die. him to sit? How long do you want him to sit? He's going to die on the football field. <laughs> against He's got a, one arm, against, one leg, one foot against Detroit. He can probably win with one arm, one leg, and one foot. Why is Case Keenum the highest paid backup in the NFL if you're not going to play him in a situation where you're playing a bad team and your quarterback's banged up? That's a good point. Kind of a no-brainer. You just play Case Keenum. Yeah. I, I love Baker Mayfield's heart. I love his desire to be on the field and help his team win. But fuck me, you're going to die on the football field, bro. Like, same thing, like, I don't. I don't think Kareem Hunt's going to be back today. Um, but he's the same. It's this like without him in the without him in the lineup, the Browns are a different team because he's he's a guy that'll get you the extra two yards two yards you need every time. But he also does it as a price, like that extra hit he takes, that extra leap he makes, you know, the the extra tumble. Like it's it's going to be career ending one of these times. I just think it's just, I don't know. They can, they can, they can only, they can only go so many years doing that stuff. And it's like, there's a breaking point. And I literally mean breaking point. (laughs) Correct. Who do you got today? I don't remember who Denver's playing today. Some fan you are. Yeah, I know. At this point, I kind of hope Drew Locke goes somewhere else if they're not going to use him at all. Yeah, why isn't he playing? I don't know. Teddy Bridgewater's not playing fantastic. He's not playing poorly, though. No. He's not a world beater, but he's not playing poorly. You what, what do you think about uh, Cam Newton coming back for Carolina? Um, Didn't I predict that he would be good? I don't remember. But he only, pl- he only played, th- <clears throat> didn't he only play three plays in his yeah. first game back? Yeah. Well, I, I think they, well, they said he wasn't even going to play. But yeah, right. There's no way you couldn't play him. You had to, you know, run the ball, right? So, so how how nervous is Sam Darnold right now? All the nervous that his starting spot is gone. Yeah, he should be. He should be nervous. Yeah, he's not playing good. He's not playing well. Yeah. Um, speaking of not playing well, totally shifting topics here. But, but did you have you? Have you even tried to watch the Colin Kaepernick documentary Mm-mm. on Netflix? Yeah, me neither. Yeah, me neither. I've just I, heard so many bad things about it. I'm like, I don't even know if I want to waste my time. 
Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I'm just so over him. I know that sounds. I, yeah, I that, I'm with you. That sounds but see, weird, but well, it shouldn't sound weird. You know why? What is he? What an, is he? An ex quarterback who is trying to grab media attention whichever way he can. I mean, I, I'll say that. No, we won't even get into it. I wouldn't say he's just trying to grab attention. I would say he really does have a purpose. But I was done with him when he was a quarterback and he wasn't playing well anymore. Right. And then he just became a shit disturber. Yeah. That's anyway. But uh, you're an asshole for saying that. So I guess I'm an asshole. Eh, I don't think so. I, I'm with you, dude. I, I just, I'm with you, Colin. I'm on your side, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Um, before we go, give me your thoughts. You finally finished Dave season two. I did. Tell me about it. What do you, what, let me ask you this. No, don't tell me about it. Let me ask you a question. Okay. How, how much of that is autobiographical? I can say that I hope there's a lot that's not because that show got pretty fucking weird for a minute. And I didn't, sure did. I really wasn't a fan of any of that. Like there was a couple of parts where I just, ba- I almost said, I'm, I'm done. I almost bailed out, but Which I, pop- parts Colt, tell us what made you uncomfortable. Oh, I don't know. Sticking bubble gum up your butt and all this, uh, it was that, that storyline was weird. I don't know why they, they did that. It was weird. Now, so, something was that was weird and I'm not trying to give anything away, but something that was weird, but I kind of was interested in was the whole storyline with like him dealing with his inner self kind of thing. You know, what I'm talking about in that white room. Yes, that was, it was really weird, but it was kind of cool. I liked it. Kind of like fighting himself his like inner demons. I guess you'd consider it. Yeah. Um, I but, liked it, but yeah, but... There, there was, there was some weird stuff that almost made me bail, but I powered through it and, I think the ending was really cool. So aside from the weird stuff, what about him just being a, a giant prick? Do you think he's really like that? I guess my point is this. The, like, if you're not really like that, why write that into the story of Dave and Lil Dicky as fiction? Like, I feel like it has to be somewhat true. Like, I feel like he is trying to... I guess what I'm saying is, is in the show, he's trying to apologize for previous... He's trying to use the show to apologize for previous behavior or interactions with people. I can, or I could see, I could, I could a, see show and I'm reading into it way too much. No, I, I get, I, I get it. That could be what he's doing. Um, I know that if I was in that position and I had been that big of a dickhead to several people, I don't know that I would want to relive that by making it into the show. Yeah. And, yeah. and really showing like what his true colors actually are because I mean, literally through the entire season up until the very last, like three minutes of the show, it, he, it was, he was kind of a dick. Yeah, very much so. So I, I was, I know I was texting you throughout it while I was actually watching it, you know, when the show was actually on. Yeah. Like you who waited months, but well. I was just texting you like, oh, this guy's a dick. Like, if if this is really him, then he's a dick. I, I, w- I would hate to be around him. But I will tell you something that I did do, 
and I know I probably should have bought it, but I didn't. I did download uh, a few Gata songs, like that checkup song from the show. Yeah. It's interesting. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I like Gata. He's the best part of the show. Yeah, I do like him. He's the, I mean, easily the best part of the show. He's yeah. the most endearing character in the show also. Like, I think Andrew Santino was a good is a good addition to that show too. Um, yeah, he's good at it. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> well, good luck to your Broncos. They don't play today. They, they have a bye. Okay, week. I thought they had a bye. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know why I said good luck and I knew they had a bye. I'm an idiot. Let's go. Hey, this this could be the best week. <laughs> there we you don't, go. We can't lose this week, right? We need a bye bad. Well, listen, Detroit already has solidified that they have one game they didn't lose this year so hopefully let's not make it two i hope so so good luck to your browns thank you and hopefully baker mayfield doesn't die yes and me because if they lose i will set myself on fire you'll see the news headline <laughs> let's go <laughs> Crap. <laughs> <laughs>